0: Counselors, approach the bench. I have no further witnesses,
1: Your Honor. Curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. Your Honor, i like to ask for a recess. Overruled. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Welcome to Movie Mistral. The podcast where we examine the IMDb Top 250 and argue for or against the movies being on that list. My name is Johannes. And I am Raji.
0: Today, we are talking about yet
1: another film on that list. The centerpiece of the Star Wars story about the Skywalker legacy, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back.
0: Empire Strikes Back was released June 20th, 1980 and stars Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Billy Dee Williams and Carrie Fisher.
1: Before we go into hyperspace, how are you doing?
0: oh i'm doing good like the weather's nice it's fall like we talked about last episode uh did a little sightseeing tour of san francisco last week it was great uh planning to do a Redwood tour tomorrow sounds great and uh christmas is coming
1: up so looking forward to that oh yeah i'm looking forward to christmas for sure i am uh i think my week has been generally all right i think uh no terrible shocks. I mean, outside of the fact that I found out that this movie was directed by Irving Kershner, uh, I used to think it was all directed by George Lucas. Um, but I it's it's been a good week so far.
0: Yeah, I was shocked when I saw that too. It was like, wait a minute, what's going on here?
1: <laughs> I mean, it goes to show how much uh, how much you can rely on our conversations about this film if you didn't even know that the director was not George Lucas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, It's everything's always been around him and his vision, so it, it kind of feels like, uh, yeah, maybe he was just good at giving away that vision, or, like, leading with a vision, but not, uh, like, having the control. Directing.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, episode one, two, and three kind of shows, right? I mean, unless we find out that he didn't direct those three films, then, you know, everything changes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm wondering, are they on the list? <laughs> like are, are we eventually gonna talk about them?
1: Let's uh episode one, two and three? Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't think there's uh there's any Star Wars film that I would like to talk about other than the the first three, episode four, five and six.
0: I mean, well you're three... good luck. Those three are on the list.
1: Ah, uh, okay, well. Yeah, I mean I'm not a biggest Star Wars fan, but I am curious to talk about this film. And I think I'm gonna be as as, as unbiased as I possibly can.
0: Ha <laughs> ha Alright. So, um Yeah, looking forward to this. Looking forward to this. Uh let's let's go and flip a coin. Alright. Alright, Raji. Heads or tails.
1: I'm going to go with heads, my uh, perennial favorite. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And according to the site that we're using here, uh, still uh, in favor. Let's see what we got. Heads.
1: Yes. (laughs) Ah, I don't know. There are two ways to go about this. I can do the easy route and just argue for the film, or I can do the hard route and argue against the film. I'm going to go with easy route, because it's a Saturday, and I think I want you to squirm a little. Yeah, <laughs> got, I'm going to argue for this film.
0: All right, for it is, but not argue against it. Uh, before we go there, let's hear a synopsis. The adventure continues in this Star Wars sequel. Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, and Chewbacca face attack by the Imperial forces and its ad-ad walkers on the ice planet Hoth. While Han and Leia escape in the Millennium Falcon, Luke travels to Dagobah in search of Yoda. Only with the Jedi Master's help will Luke survive when the dark side of the Force beckons him into the ultimate duel with Darth Vader.
1: The witness will address this court as
0: Judge or Your Honor. Alright, Your Honor. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, What a mess of a movie. Terribly overacted. Uh, A story that begins somewhere and ends somewhere with no real consequence. Uh, Storylines and characters that are introduced and uh, kind of left. Uh, everything is just kind of meandering, and uh, we're supposed to follow this uh, main character on his quest. Uh, meanwhile, he's just kind of being a brat. Uh, side characters that are just terribly annoying, and uh, like I said, it's just it's kind of a mess. Overacting and and terrible dialogue. Um, so. I don't really believe this movie should be this high on the list
1: your honor i i have heard blasphemy i have heard blasphemy and i have heard it today this movie is one of the best films ever made it turns a blockbuster formula on its head by starting with the big battle and ending with the personal there's lots of foreshadowing that makes a lot of sense the chemistry between the characters are amazing the music was mind blowing, and the action set pieces were nonstop and the sense of adventure was peaked in this movie. This is the epitome of the Star Wars series, and I am not the biggest star wars fan, but i was I was glued to the screen from very beginning to the very end this is uh this is uh blasphemy i say
0: <laughs> blasphemy say i think the the amount of uh Inconsequential side quests that we go on this, and the movie starts with this, uh, with with the monster on on Hoth, and and the the whole Tauntaun thing, and just uh, get to the battle already! Like, come on, don't don't you know stall us for time here? It's it's kind of annoying. Uh, so I think like the the epic battle that you said at the beginning, like that's twenty minutes in, and sure it's a cool battle i think it's very iconic but uh, it takes a long time to get there even though we already had a full movie to set us up for a conflict uh and and then the same goes for uh, a lot of the other sp- the other plot points uh like how long are we staying on the um, asteroid to hide from the imperium uh, from the empire and uh nothing really happens and then we have this this dune creature just show up out of nowhere Uh, inconsequential really, Uh, how much time do we spend on Bespin uh, just kind of walking around and uh, meandering and nothing is going anywhere? And uh, at the end of the day, uh, we are pretty much at the same point where we began in this uh, episode. Um, The rebellion is still uh, going strong and everybody is is kind of regrouping after after the loss of uh, Hoth. But uh, there's no real stakes anymore. And yes, we have the big reveal uh, and shocker, uh, but but you know we essentially we're at the same point where we ended when we began, minus Han Solo. But uh, that's it. So this this story really doesn't go anywhere. Uh, we, we have one character development, and, uh, and this whole movie is kind of centered around that. Uh, but that's it. So it's it's kind of a waste of time.
1: I I totally agree disagree with you on almost every point. Um, I'm gonna address some of the things that you talked about. Let's talk about character development, which was the last point you made. I think that every single character in this film grew um, from the very beginning, where you know Luke was stuck. We get to know the character of Han Solo. He's the person who put his life in danger. To save his friend, um, and even as a swashbuckling douchebag, um, we noticed that he went out of his way in ma- on many occasions to think about his friends and put his the lives of other people um, outside of his. Uh, he puts himself in danger for the to save the lives of other people. Um, you say that there is no character growth, but the relationship between him and Leia, sexual harassment be damned, it was good. Um and you know it well, arguably, developed from the
0: he's, very... he's arguably if i may interject arguably he's only uh going into all these troubles to get you know closer to Leah, so I think there there's an ulterior motive there
1: but continue. i mean does that make it wrong i mean obviously the sexual assault and the sexual harassment is one thing. Um, but the Me Too movement has ended, and everything is everything is back to being kosher again. Apparently, um, uh, I will say that uh, their relationship blossomed at the very end, and if you compare it to the very beginning, where when he told Leia that he was leaving, and she was like, "Oh, goodbye," at the very beginning of the film when they were on Hoth, and you compare it to the very uh, the last moment they saw each other when he was about to be carbon frozen um and he was like uh i love you uh and he said uh you know i know which is has to be one of the best lines in that film (laughs) what what an arrogant jerk i love it i love that because his character was consistent he didn't grow but the relationship between him and leah grew from the very beginning where they did not like each other to that point where they love where she declared her love for him he was arrogant. The character was consistent, but their relationship grew. So there was some character development on that front. um There was also some character development on the on the front of Luke. Um, while he was not he didn't change as a character. His character was the same. His journey is different. He found he got closer to his soul. He got closer to uh, understanding what the power of the force was. And at the very end, you notice that he didn't give in to the dark side, despite everything. Um, I, I think that uh, the idea that the characters didn't grow. This movie went from being a space opera to a soap opera in a very good way. In the sense that we got to enjoy why these characters are so well beloved. They are all different, but they get along with each other. and The chemistry was amazing. Chemistry was amazing. The scene where uh, Luke, uh, after he was saved uh, from the snow uh, on, uh, in Earth, where, he had to, where Han Solo cut the stomach of the Tauntaun and pushed him in, that scene where he was about to leave for war and Han Solo was standing on, on the Millennium Falcon and they were looking at each other. And the guy was like, he wanted to say thank you, but he didn't see anything. But the way they looked at each other, you knew that was what they were saying. That kind of chemistry, that kind of bond, that understanding those characters had, perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, I I'll, I, I'll stop at that. I, I, I yeah. I'll let you.
0: <laughs> so I mean, you said soap opera. I think telenovela because like the acting in this is is on telenovela level. And I think, uh, I mean, you you pointed it out. Like, there's not a lot of character growth. Yes, there's story growth. You know, there's um,
1: relationship. Uh...
0: Well, yeah, from, okay. But, but you know, characters fundamentally don't, don't really change. Like, I think uh, what Hans Solo is doing uh, what Leia is kind of very questionable in the beginning. And she's kind of gaslit into liking him. So, that's that's kind of a problem, I think. Um, Luke is just a brat. Like, he's, the, like you say, oh, the bond is so strong that they don't even have to communicate. It's like, dude, communicate. Like, say thank you. Like, he saved your life. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't shouldn't go unnoticed, I think. Uh, and then when when he meets uh, Yoda, and just the, the way he behaves around him, and how entitled he is, and how how he thinks he's better than every every other creature in the world, it's just kind of it's 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 bad. I think I think it's it's really bad. And uh, like I said, the dialogue and just the the the, the overacting from everybody involved is, uh it's just really troubling.
1: I I, I'm, I I mean, I can, I can concede that maybe Luke didn't give the best impression to Yoda on First uh, Arrival, but the character of Luke is also the character of Luke. Uh, he's a nuanced character, and I don't think that we, we should judge the character or whether we like the character. It's a question of, do you like the story? And uh, the story is the most important part. And the relationship between him and Yoda started off on a rocky start. I mean, Yoda was quite annoying. You have to admit, somebody from outside just comes in, starts going through your stuff, starts picking out things, throwing it on the floor. How would you feel? How would you feel? And then somebody just goes, oh, he's the greatest fighter in the world. And you're like, what? What? It doesn't. it It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't compute initially, and I think that Luke had the most normal reaction to all of it, in my opinion. Um, well, I if somebody came, go on.
0: Oh, I, I think he's an entitled bread, and there's there's a you, you bring up a good point. Um, Yoda goes through his stuff, and he picks up one of the rations, right, and then like takes a bite of of a ration, and then Luke takes it out of his hand, smells it, and throws it away. It's like how entitled can you be? Like if if you what? know Yoda liked it he did he did like I, I I
1: know he did but dude the covid van pandemic was over this is a long time in the future you don't know what kind of viruses this guy has my my uh, point is my point is know. If, you know if
0: you throw it away then just give it back to the to, you know if you don't want to eat it anymore then give it back
1: like, why don't would be a he jerk give don't it? be an nah. little
0: jerk you don't know the the food. Uh, supply on this planet you've never been to this planet before i do so not endorse
1: eat. this i did not endorse this line of uh conversation because when when you know the, the food on this planet uh is not really good because even when yoda made him the delicacy that he, that he was it's like i'll give you real food and he takes him to his house and makes the delicacy uh you know he only had like a t- few bites and he was like Ugh, this is not good this is not entitlement good. Uh, Really? I don't think so. I don't think so. I I mean, it could be. I'm not going to be the one to, to support him. The question for me is, was the movie good or was it not? And I think that if you look at, that's why the entitlements or entitlements, and I'm using air quotes there for those who are listening, I don't see anything wrong in how the story played out
0: it created tension the story the story is not really going anywhere right like we're at the same point when we started so
1: not necessarily because at at the point where he joined where he went to the land he did not believe in the force uh he didn't believe in the force how yoda believed in the force that very statement either you do or don't do uh, there's no try that statement was what saved his life at the very end when he was hanging, um, and I will, I will, I will, um, I will use this to talk about another reason why I think this movie is good. There are lots of foreshadowing, which makes the ending a lot more palatable. Um, like when he goes into the the dark void where you know the dark force is, and he sees Darth Vader appear in front of him, um, and he fights with him and knocks off his head, and when he looks at the head, it's his a vision of himself it's a good foreshadowing if you rewatch the film you you appreciate that scene when you get to the very end uh, where um darth vader uh declares that he's his father um if you notice at the very beginning after the the yeti yeti character uh gets him and he is hanging upside down trying to grab his uh lightsaber he said the film being upside down um, on an action scene, uh, and he ended this film being upside down on an action scene, uh, using his force in two different ways to save his life. Two good foreshadowing. Uh, the scene where um he's thrown into the cabinet and then he jumps up uh, and lands on the vine is a foreshadow or was foreshadowed uh, by when he was trading with Yoda and he was he was learning to use the vines. Um, you know, there's a lot of, they did a lot of uh, of setup so that the action scenes don't, what, so the action set pieces make a lot of sense. Um, anyway, I, I'm going to stop there. I don't know if you wanted to interject or say something <laughs> about what I've said so far.
0: Uh, I want to shift gears a little bit and just say that the Rebellion is uh, not very smart at battling, which is probably a reason why they're still in this battle. Uh, Case Mm -hmm. in point, the Battle of Hoth. uh, You you are confronted with very large enemies that look like dogs um, that are capable of shooting straight forward. And yet you do countless runs approaching these machines from the front, versus from the sides or from the back, and you're losing uh, you're losing uh, people on your uh, army for this for the stupidity. And it's like, why have you never like really looked at how to, to combat these things? You're clearly aware that these things exist, so why don't you figure out a way to effectively com- combat them? Uh, stupid, incredibly stupid. And I think it's just kind of played for for the for the s- set piece and the action piece but uh it's just moronic in a in a fighting sense in a kind of a tactical sense and um it al- almost leads me to to kind of wish for, for the empire to win because it's like okay these guys are, don't know what they're doing Yes, they are the rebellion but you know included they, they don't know what they're doing uh, and, and like i said uh just story wise it's it's just um not doing a lot it, i mean it's it's uh, it's all character development sure fine I concede that, but uh, effectively, the same thing, uh, like when we started uh, to the end, only no, we know that, that Luke has a little more power or is more confident in his powers, I guess is what you said, uh, and he's aware of his complicated family ties, um, but uh, but that's kind of it, and I uh, I don't know, just a little disappointing.
1: I will I will counter this. Um I mean I don't understand why you can't concede that the sense of adventure in this film was just incredible. Um as we are you know the the fight between the Millennium I mean it wasn't really a fight. Uh the the sense of the way the Millennium Falcon escaped from uh from the planet and we watched the journey as they were being chased by uh, the fleet the star fleet, uh shooting and trying to get him as they couldn't use their fo- uh, their light speed to get away from them um i i think that that was every single moment in that was interesting i think that um going into the planet to try to say repair the ship while they were down there and then finding out that they were in the the mouth of a dune creature i don't know what the creature's name is i'm not gonna try to remember but you know it was exciting to see them fly out of the 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 creature's mouth at the very last moment um logic be logic be damned i don't know how the creature got there but you know does that creature fly in space how does the creature live those are the questions that i don't want to know it's a movie i'm gonna enjoy the the movie. movie for um I, I, I thought the sense of adventure was good. I thought that when they landed in the sky planet uh, where uh, they met Lando, I thought those things were very interesting. It wasn't meandering because we know that in the background there's something going on because the, the moment they land, um, C-3PO, I think that's the name of the robot, walks into the room and he gets shot. We don't know the reason why he gets shot. So there's always something underlyingly uh, dread. There's an underlying sense of dread in the film uh, while they are there, and it only grows as the movie goes on. So the the twist at the end, um, his friend betraying him, uh, was very, very, was very, very good. I mean, it just came out of nowhere. They just were like, "Hey, let's go, uh, let's go grab something to eat," and they go into the room, and there was Darth Vader. I I think that you know. All those scenes, they all they all they all make this movie so interesting to watch. i I just couldn't stop watching it. I think it's one of the best uh, perfectly structured films. Oh, I haven't even talked about how the movie started with the big battle and ended with the personal, which is which turns cinema on its head because no film, no big blockbuster does that. the The big battle is always at the end. Uh, and the beginning is all they always have to go through with their personal fights to get to the very end and then have the big fight. And this movie turned out over his head. And I think it's masterful directing to be able to achieve that and make the film coherent.
0: So I think, uh, in, in regards to Lando, uh, you know, being propped up as this big betrayal, there's countless times where they talk about, do you trust this guy? And it's like, no. I don't trust this kid, <laughs> right? So it's it's like, how can this be a big betrayal if nobody trusts this kid?
1: But like I said, that, that that goes into my argument that they set up, there's a lot of foreshadowing. There's a lot of foreshadowing for every character. Like he says that several times, like him and Leia says that she doesn't trust him, he doesn't trust him, but they have no choice. Um, and there's a lot of foreshadowing. So when it happens, it's like, oh, it's not out of the blue. I think I think that that's good, good directing.
0: Well, I think I think it's just you know not a great twist and a great betrayal, right, if you foreshadow foreshadow it to the to
1: the guilds, ah, uh, I I mean I wouldn't. Maybe it's not a, uh, so. It may not be a great twist, but it's a good twist, right? I I I think it's a good twist, uh, not a great twist. I mean, I am your father was a really 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 good twist and it's probably the reason why many of the star wars films uh after this were not so good because every single one of them had to have something to do with your family member in the third one it was leia being his sister in the in the last one they just did it was uh, uh, ray being palpatine's uh, granddaughter that was the foundation of where the star wars movies started to go okay well let's just chucking the family member into this but the movie was about personal people uh personal relationships and how those personal relationships uh came together to solve problems even if they didn't like themselves at the very beginning standing at the end of the at the end of the film watching uh uh, watching the whirlpool, I guess I guess that's what it is. At the very end, and flying away, the white stuff where the Millennium Falcon flew away, and I don't remember what was it. Some um, kind of galaxy, I guess some kind of galaxy, I guess. Uh, you could see, you could feel the tension between them. There was a, there's a sense of family, uh, and the music in this film elevates every single scene. Uh, that it's uh prominent in um to great heights i i think that uh w- listening to the music as everything plays on you know it was just like perfect the perfectly in sync with the film i i fully endorse this film and i think that it should be in the it should be higher in the list higher <laughs> i repeat higher uh
0: so, so last point uh, let's talk about the the um big twist I am your father scene um, hmm. just to support my uh, my argument that this is uh, horribly overacted uh, I think the reaction of Lucas is, is insanely overacted and uh, sure we we feel the dread the realization of like what this awful being um, is my father what um, but he's also awfully quick in conceding to that point um um because uh they they have that force the communication thing uh the mind communication and and he's answering father you know he's awfully awfully quick in accepting that this is the reality <laughs> not even questioning it and it's like what well, okay like it, it <laughs> It, like the trauma cannot be that that real that you overact you know, <laughs> to to the the people in the cheap seats, uh. But then five minutes later, you're like, "Oh, father, hi, how are you doing?" <laughs> um, so it's just it's just not doing it for me, um, And that's one. I,
1: I I will I will concede <laughs> it was really weird to hear him go, "Oh, father," <laughs> that was that was really weird. Uh, but I if we go back to the twist, I think the twist was really good. Um, and you're saying that he accepted it. He, the, you know, that Vader said, look into your heart. You know it to be true. And I was like, yeah, you, you know, you have that Jedi shenanigan in you. You, you can yeah. definitely search the web and figure that out. Uh, he searched his DNA and he realized that it was his dad. I think it was that made sense. Uh, the way Yoda explained it, you know, the forces around you and you can use it to answer Google searches and shit. Uh, uh, ooh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Google searches and stuff. Um I I I don't have a problem with the revelation. I think the revelation is fine. I think the okay. revelation is the cornerstone of this film. It makes it makes it makes this film it elevates this film. Um and it brings down the other ones, but it elevates this film uh so much uh because he's been fighting to understand his history um and his history He's being confronted with the fact that his history is what he's been fighting against all his life. I think his reaction is, is all right. Uh, I wouldn't call it the greatest reaction, but you never know. If you have had, if you had your hand cut off, you're standing at the edge of a cliff, uh, and the person who is about to kill you is saying that he's your dad. I don't know how I would react. Maybe I'd react like that. Oh no! Maybe I would. And then 10 minutes later, you get a Skype call. And
0: then it's like, oh, father, how are you doing?
1: <laughs> that was weird. I'm not, I conceded that fact to you. I considered <laughs> that fact. <laughs> um, like, anyway, I'll, I'll talk about the inconsistencies in the general section. But I think that these are all the points that I wanted to bring up about this film. Um, yeah, same. Yeah, so we can, I guess we can go into the general discussion.
0: Yep. let's do that. Your Honor, I'd like to ask for a recess. <sighs>
1: <laughs> so, I think that uh, there's definitely a shift from this film I, we've not talked about the first one yet so I can't, I can't give too much away but I think there's a, definitely a shift from the first film to this one in the sense of ethos where in the first one we're moving we're looking to the stars and we're looking to the stars for adventure and in this one we're looking away from the stars and we're looking into our personal lives um, for meaning um, and I think that it makes the movie it feels like it diminishes the film uh into squabbles about the roles and how each character is related to each other um and i think that if you wanted to bring out a major point about why this movie could be bad um it's the squabbles uh and the idea that it goes from like i said space opera to soap opera um which is a quote I found in one of the articles that I read. Uh, <laughs> but I um, I still think that despite all of that, um, I still think that, oh, and by the way, the article was written by Nicholas Barber, uh, titled, uh, Why the Estri- Empire Strikes Back is Overrated. And I used that to try to figure out what points I could make. And I think that he brought some good, good interesting points into the fray. Um but i i'm not entirely i think that if that's one of the things that people bring up i think it does a good job of creating the foundation uh and the reason why all those characters are so beloved i
0: think so i mean this is a great movie <laughs> to start off right not arguing against this uh this is a great movie uh, and i think a lot of the points that you made like the music is iconic uh i could argue it's maybe like the leitmotifs that are established are a little on the nose like after a while i think but uh, it's iconic right and and there's subtle moments where where the um the the dark vader march theme um like is used and it's like oh okay there's a threat and then the the moment when Luke has his vision of Darth Vader it's not used and he's like oh okay it's not the real thing um you know oh, so no, there's like subtleties like that but um this movie has a lot going for it in terms of uh, visuals I think um funnily so so I watched it on Disney plus so it's the reworked remastered whatever edition and uh, it's not the edition that I remembered growing up, um, and and there were a lot of things, especially in uh, Bespin. Uh, there's a lot of uh, Episode One looking like city shots of like, oh, why, why? <laughs> uh, because before that it was very neutral, just kind of this this industrial thing, and now it's this uh, this n- not so great looking uh, thing, in my opinion. So there's a lot of retconning and CGI, and it looks terrible. Um, whereas I thought that the the original film looked pretty good with models and everything uh like for the time look great and i think uh, it still holds up pretty well and uh, just set pieces are are like iconic and great right when when luke meets Darth vader and and bespin in that uh carbonite room uh and the, the way it's framed it's it's just iconic and great like poster worthy because it just looks so good and uh, same when they're in the in the center piece and you know the, the, the hand gets chopped off and everything like that it, it's iconic shots and it's it's iconic in in sense of scale and, and just the way it looks so it has a lot going for it uh, but like you mentioned it, it really dives into the soap opera telenovela style of, of character development and it's it's almost comical and it i think it cheapens a lot uh, unfortunately because i think like the foundation is there to to be this really 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 good movie and it's 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 kind of beloved for a reason but it, it is it is like very cheesy <laughs> like on the <laughs> on the character front i think uh, unfortunately because i think the, the the core of this movie is super strong on on so many fronts but it's just then the the acting and the dialogue is a little
1: cheesy um, I mean, I, I, I mean, I think that I will, uh, I will accept the fact that the dialogue can be cheesy, and I think that there is some overacting in this film, um, <laughs> especially Han Solo, uh, and uh, Luke. They definitely had some scenes where they were overacting, and I think even watching it, uh, with, uh, you know, my baby, and the wifey, they they kind of noticed that uh my especially my wife my baby was just doing uh google gaga throughout the film um uh but i i i do i do appreciate the uh i do appreciate the fact that the there could be some overacting i think especially from luke and han but despite that i think that you know there's sometimes where you watch a film and the act or acting could be be bad um but you still love the characters enough that you overlook how bad the acting is, uh, because the movie has a lot going for it. Um, so, you know, uh, I, I think that's where that falls with, for me, uh, with respect to the overacting.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, um, you know, a movie is always kind of a combination of, of a lot of departments and, uh, uh, it's very hard for a movie to nail all of them, I think, you know. And um, this movie nails it in, in a lo- on a lot of fronts, but is failing on on some of them, you know. So uh, for me, it's just ac- yeah. like, like I said, it's acting and and the writing. But uh, the uh, I mean, like I said, the the adventure, like the story, is engaging, and you feel for for the characters uh you feel the the threat by by Darth Vader uh because he's like how many how many people is he dropping in this uh like three <laughs> right for for failures
1: um and still, i do not remember him doing that in the first one too no
0: it's uh, you know it's it's kind of like okay <laughs> you're done he, i think yeah. he does it with one, but I think he lets him go.
1: It's oh just yeah, when they were in the ship, when it was like
0: oh, yeah, oh. right. But 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 still, I think that yeah. go on. Oh, sorry, but 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 you know, so so he does that in front of people. It's, it's you know intimidation tactics and and everything. And still, there's people that are you know. Once he leaves, they're like giving him looks like, oh, you do you believe this guy? Like, <laughs> what a, what a tyrant!" <laughs> and it's like, "Ooh, uh, you're you're on thin ice there, dude." Uh. <laughs> right yeah, so 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 it's it, it it's weird in that that, that I think thing that uh, Darth Vader is kind of propped up to be this tyrant uh and yet he's only the the uh the chess piece, right mm. like the, the 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 real person behind the scenes is uh so much worse um but i feel like they like the 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 power of vader is uh, propped up in this only to have a stronger case for Oh, he's being turned in the third. Um, yeah. The, you know.
1: I mean, in the first one Darth Vader was fl- flying planes, and this one the guy was like way elevated. Uh it's like... <laughs> he went so, to upper management. Yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly. Uh hey. Three years though. It's been three years. I, I, I think I think um I think the movies I, I mean, if if you were if you're asking me, I would say that this movie should be higher than some of the films that we watched. It's probably, it probably should be higher than you know, Twelve Angry Men, which, mm-hmm. which was just a scene with just you know, there's a lot going on in this film that you don't see in some of the films that, that we watched earlier. Um, it it's a happy film. It's a happy film, and the characters are, um, are placed in very hard situations. The characters are you know, their are consequences to actions that they make. Uh, the consequences to trusting acting like you trust somebody you don't trust uh, you get frozen and put in carbonite Uh, um, the consequences for leaving your training early you get your arm cut off even though they removed that consequence when he you know had his new arm that looked exactly like the old one Um, but i i think that the movie feels i like it it's it's very difficult to find anything wrong with this film, and I was trying to review uh what people didn't like about it because after I watched it last night, I was like, "This is the perfect action film." I don't want to argue against it. I have to see what people say, and and people just generally said, "Hey, this movie is the overrated. It's overrated. I don't like it. It's boring." Nobody, I couldn't find like a good concise argument about why this film sucks. Um, and I think that that is, uh, that is very strong very strong for the film very strong for the film
0: so I think uh, if you just look at this movie separated from the others separated from the first right because like that's the the you probably watch this movie uh, like back in the 80s right when and after the first came out obviously so you're not knowing where this is going uh b- but you already have the the foundation. I think if you but if you if you just look at this separated from the first so episode four. Um it's it's kind of odd. Because so so from episode four we came out of uh you know, practical genocide. <laughs> you know, like a whole planet was destroyed. Um hmm. Telling us how how much of a threat the the empire is, um, there's nothing like this in this movie. I think yes, there's a battle in the beginning to to tell us, hey, you know these these guys are a military force to be reckoned with, and they're kind of overpowering on on Hoth. But after that, it's it, it, there's a lot of incompetence, and it's like okay, so this is all resting on this one dude. Arthraider um that is struggling to keep keep his underlings kind of in line uh, to, mm. to be effective in this. Right. So so kind of the 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 threat level of the empire is not necessarily there. Everything is resting on the shoulders of of the masked man, I think. And that's true. Right? That's true. That's kind of a problem, I think. And, uh, and and that's why I'm saying effectively, yes, there's character development and all that. Um, and that's important, right? But effectively, on the overall conflict in this in this arc of uh, rebellion versus empire, we're at the same place. We're at the very same place, uh, starting you know starting the movie versus the end. Um, yes, we lost Han Solo uh, for now, um, but that's a b- and and the hand, <laughs> but that's that got replaced. Um, but that's kind of the only thing. And um, for for the overall arc, I think that's a little disappointing. But as you pointed out, the the personal piece is also important. Like we need to 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 get some character growth, and I think the whole Han Solo Leia thing is is kind of yucky. I think <laughs> um, the the Luke and Leia thing is a choice, uh, especially when when you probably knew already that you're gonna reveal that they're uh, siblings. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's a little problematic in that aspect, I guess.
1: I I generally don't judge movies uh, based on the time they were made, and it it was culture in those days for for that to be acceptable, which is wrong, um, which is wrong. uh, But you know, it is what it is. It's almost like going into uh, movies from the 30s and saying, "Why is this movie racist?" Uh, it, it is what it is. Um, but I will say that I quite agree with a lot of the things you mentioned. The incompetence in the uh, Star War, uh, the uh, the Empire. I mean, Han Solo was literally in front of them. They didn't have a missile that could shoot him, and then he flies between them and he flies down and they almost hit each other, which is. Right. Which is level of incompetence that uh, it's like almost like that Vader is the only competent person on the ship, trying yeah. to drive this incompetent folks uh, and make them do the right thing. So I, I can accept that argument. It it wasn't consistent. It wasn't consistent. Was right. And obviously the the stormtroopers who can't aim uh, and they always miss. Uh, meanwhile, they always get shot. So it's I can appreciate that
0: yeah but but you know the the saving grace is the the art design you know like the 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 way everything is designed is very cool and very iconic i think you know the the probe droids are, are pretty cool very recognizable as something evil and something bad right so um that is cool i think like a lot of the empire designs are cool like I've always been team tie fighter <laughs> myself <laughs> yeah, because I, I just think like the the design is bonkers but it's cool. Um so it has a lot going for that and, and it's it's very iconic and works and mm-hmm. holds up, right? But but yeah, definitely there's a lot of stuff up. that's just that's that's just kind of
1: dumb. <laughs> yeah, the movie definitely holds up. I I think I mean I think it's worse off because of all the uh CGI they added in the 90s. for the re-release. I think that just messes everything up. There was a scene where um, Lando was running towards the camera and you could see that the scene, the background was created at a different time. It was just, it was horrible. And I'm pretty sure the original was not as bad as that. Um, No, it was... Go ahead. Go on.
0: No, I mean, the the original, the, the way I remember is a lot of the the cloud city had just hallways right like white hallways, so there weren't windows out to see whatever c g. i think they came up with in the nineties um and I always felt like that that's, that's you know places have always like you don't yeah. need to to shoehorn bad c g i into everything uh mm-hmm. because i think it it it's now it looks very dated versus keeping it um as as it was conceived in the, in in the seventies and eighties um, it would have been perfectly fine. It's just you know, right. it's just always like it's it's a uh, industrial planet or it's an industrial facility, so it's not like they're going for looks there. Yeah. Right? It's more practical. So just adding these superfluous windows was just a dumb decision, in my opinion. And and it it makes it it cheapens the movie now because it looks terrible.
1: I totally agree with you. Uh, I think <laughs> this is not a movie about why George Lucas is a horrible person. But, <laughs> Next up, the
0: Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> uh, I
1: I don't I don't think he's a horrible person. Just to be clear, I'm just cracking the joke. Um, yeah, I, it is what it is. Honestly, um, yeah. I, I I think the movie is good. I I think I'm I, I don't have anything else I want to add to this film. At this point. All
0: right then. Um. then I guess uh, Raji, where can people find us?
1: They can find us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook on at Movie Mistrial and they can also email us at
0: contact at MovieMistrial.com
1: Well, it's been good having this discussion uh, and I think the next movie we're going to be discussing is Goodfellas?
0: Goodfellas,
1: yes. Uh, three Hours Saga. Let's see how that one is gonna play out. Why are all these movies on on this list so super long? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know and I don't know. I, I think that if I was gonna make a top twenty list, a lot of these movies wouldn't make it in. Um, but I mean I would I would I would love to do like a top twenty list. I want to see watch your top twenty films outside of the IMDB is, and I think we should probably do an episode dedicated to that.
0: Yeah, uh, we can do that around episode 20.
1: Alright, sounds good. Cool. Alright, and man. with that,
0: see you next time.
1: Sounds good. See you next time, and good luck to the audience. Have a great holiday.